here we have Dorikas and Naomi and their beautiful family and young Oscar here and big brother Ryan. So Oscar is six months old and we're going to dedicate him to the Lord this morning. Isn't that great? Together as a church family. I want to uh, first read from Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 to 7. Listen, O Israel. The Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Maybe I should say, listen, Van Yashvelds. <laughs> the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. There's a bit of strength in this family, isn't there? <laughs> and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children, again and again. Talk about them when you're at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. So I encourage you today to repeat them again and again. Love God, love God, love God with, with your all. Love God, talk about God, talk about Him in, in your home every day. Talk about Him, who He is, talk about what he's done, talk about what he's done in your family and your friends and your, on your own life, talk about him all the time, repeat it again and again and again, ooze, ooze the, the, the goodness of God because these guys are, are going to catch it, these guys are going to catch it, talk about it. Also, I, I also think Naomi of you, one of, I, I, I don't know if it's one of your favourites, but maybe it's one of my favourites for you, is rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. Let your home rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So engage regularly with, with God's topics in your home and as your children rise. And so I looked up the meanings of Oscar, Oscar Piet, is it how, Piet, Piet, Oscar Piet, P-E-E-T, yes, Piet is after Opa, and Opa is here today in spirit, so wanted to be here, but unfortunately his work um, has called him away, so he is here, and Oscar in spirit, and Oscar is named after, his middle name is after Opa, so I, Oscar, I found, um, uh, the meaning I found was divine spear, or God's spear. Yeah. Don't you like that? Whoa. God, God's spear and pit rock. Rock. So that's some strength right there, isn't it? And, and so what it, when I ask God, God, what do you want to say to your, to your son this morning? I, I, I mean, I saw that incredible picture of that the spear, God's spear, that's an instrument in, in his hand, isn't it? And and that God, he does not miss. God does not miss. And so Oscar, in the hand of the Lord, God will not miss. <laughs> God will not miss. <laughs> God has a specific plan and a specific purpose for Oscar, and he will not miss. God will guide you. Yes, he will guide you. <laughs> and, and I feel and I know that 
Oscar may listen to this or read this if it's recorded um, in time to come, but I feel encouraged for Oscar to be attentive to God's voice, to, to be attentive to God's guidance. And Oscar will be incredibly influential <laughs> as he responds to his heavenly father. What, keep an eye on this, because I'm going to share something else. But <laughs> and he, as he responds to his heavenly father, he will be incredibly influential. He will draw attention. That's what I saw, you know, it's like when God throws a spear, that draws attention. And I believe that for Oscar. He will draw attention. He may be a little bit out of the box. He will draw attention. And you know what? I also, um, I also felt for Ryan. And after just seeing that, I felt for Ryan, protector. <laughs> protector. And, and then he goes and does this before I got there. <laughs> so isn't that beautiful? Two wonderful young men. And so I want to pray for Oscar. Thank you, Leclerc. Will you come to me? Yeah? Hey. Hey. You going to keep that smile on? Oh. <laughs> well, church, would you like to stand with us as we pray? Yeah. Well, Lord, what a privilege this morning to say thank you. Thank you for this wonderful, wonderful young man, Oscar Piet. We thank you, Father, for him. And Father, we dedicate him to you this morning. We thank you that you do have a plan and purpose for his life. And I declare that to come to pass. I declare your protection to be all around him. I declare... Uh, your, your hand to be on him every single day, every, every day and night. We thank you, God, that, uh, that you would guide him. And I thank you for his parents, for his family, for his big bro. We thank you for them as a family unit. And, I, and God, I, I thank you for your wisdom for Dorikas and for Naomi. Thank you, God, that you would lead and guide them every single day, that they would know you're present with them every single day that in, your, in their home, that they would know, that even other people would know as they enter into their home uh, and into relationship with them, they would know you present. I thank you that your hand is upon not only Oscar, but upon Ryan and, and, and their mum and dad, but upon Dorikas and Naomi. We thank you for them and we, uh, we, we um, honour them today and we hand them to you today to do as you would will, as you would plan and purpose specifically for this young man. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And uh, I believe the grandparents would like to pray, so Pastor Ray's got a microphone there. But, but Pastor Dave and Jill, all the way from Rotorua. <laughs> yes. Granddad? Granddad, yes. Granddad, it's good. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for Oscar. We pray yes. your blessing upon him. Mm, Lord, you that God. you would watch over him and keep him all the days of his life. Mm. Lord, he would know your goodness and your grace. Lord, yes, that you'll bless Lord. him as he comes in and goes out. Mm. Lord, that you will bless him, that he will grow in stature both with God and with man. Mm. Lord, he would know your goodness and, Lord, your joy in his life. And Lord, that you would turn your face toward him. Lord, that yes. you would be gracious to him. And Lord, that you would grant him your peace, we pray. Yes. In Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. 
fantastic. That's great. Well, there's a little something for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, God bless. Yeah, let's give them a hand. <laughs> Wonderful. Read the scripture out of the 9 a.m. service and, excuse me, <coughs> gathering. And um, not many people got that joke. Huh? Um, and I felt the, um, God giving it to me this morning before we, this morning when I was getting ready. And um, it kind of blew my mind when, when Fran got up and spoke about CIA. And here's the scripture. It's the words that Jesus read when he got came into the synagogue after his trial in the desert. Um, and he, he got there and he looked up for a particular scripture to announce his arrival. Um, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. feeling this morning, I feel this was God speaking to me, that in this room, there's an open heaven. And it's not an open heaven that's like up in the sky above you, but it's like an open heaven that you are in the midst of and is all around you. That we are seated in heavenly places. We're also standing in heavenly places. God's here completely different perspective on offer today for your scenario, for your situation. As you praise your God, as you worship your God this morning, He's got words that He wants to speak to you. Be expectant this morning. He's going to speak to you. Have your heart open, your mind open, and just worship Him this morning. See where we get to, right? Praise you, Lord.
Father, we praise you, we thank you, we esteem you, we adore you. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you found us. Thank you that you saved us. And Lord, we can gather together as your family, as your whanau. And that Lord, you dwell amongst us. Thank you for your abiding presence through your spirit that refreshes us, that strengthens us, that empowers us, that enables us to see you, Lord. Oh, my soul, oh, our soul, we sing and declare your greatness, Lord. There is no one who can compare with you, O oh God. You're awesome, Lord, beyond description, without limits, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, our awesome God who dwells amongst us. He's with us and for us and has promised never to leave nor forsake us. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Wow. Isn't God awesome? He is absolutely awesome. And do you know what I think He just, well, not just, He so enjoys being present amongst us. He is within us, but He loves being present amongst us. When we gather as family, the scripture says that God establishes himself on the praises of his people. He loves to be close with us. He loves to remind us of that. Isn't that so cool? I'd love to stay here for ages. But we're going to hear from the word of God through Kay and Jan. So let's take a seat. Thank you so much. Thank you, band. Well, it's my pleasure to invite Kay. Kay's been part of Activate for 12 years, 10 of them here, and two years in Belgium. So we're going to hear from her for a few moments, then Pastor Jenna's going to come. So let's give it up for Kay this morning. Kia ora koutou. It's my privilege to be here. Um, I've been in Belgium for two and a half years and I've been in New Zealand nearly two months, so I fly back next Sunday. So it's a real joy to be able to share with you today what God has been doing um, in Belgium through me. So I work with a missions organization called Operation Mobilization and the outreach team that I am part of uses music and the arts as a way to tell people about Jesus in partnership with local churches. So each person or um, couple on the team works with a Belgian church. So we are building, we're not about building the OM kingdom, we're about building the kingdom of God through churches that either exist or are about to exist in church planting. So also when it comes to, to art and music in using them as tools, for churches and uh, people in Europe, it's a post-Christian environment they're working, working with. There's a lot of awareness around, especially the Catholic faith, and, but there's a lot of like just head knowledge that hasn't kind of 
moved to heart knowledge. So I have the privilege of being able to use a medium like art, which just comes at um, telling people about Jesus in a whole new way at a heart level. So when it comes to everyday life in Belgium, <clears throat> some things are different. Uh, there's my house in New Zealand, you know, the typical grass garden around it. Here's my house in Belgium. I live in an apartment on the second level here with two other lovely ladies. Um, there's inside. And in New Zealand, I drive a car. I drove a car. And then in Belgium, I take the tram, the bus, the train, do a bit of walking. And But then there are some things that are kind of the same. Like if I want to make na nachos with some nice mango lassi on the side, in New Zealand, I would just go in my, get in my car, go to pack and save, done, 25 minutes. Yeah, just like that. In Belgium, because I walk, I have one of these. Yes! I'm, I got a pretty one with flowers, but yes, this is me. I'm, I'm being culturally appropriate. So, then, so, nachos. I go to the butcher to get my mints. Then I go to the shop over the road to get my onions and my carrots and some yogurt for my mango lassi. I go to Lidl, which is a German supermarket, for my grated cheese and my sour cream. Then I go to Delays for my corn chips and my chili beans. I could go to the supermarket and get it all there, but it would have half the money at the end. Then I can go to the Indian store and get my mango nectar for my mango lassi. Total time? One hour. Lots of steps in between, yes. So I think one word that would describe life in Belgium is kind of complicated and lengthy. But there are some things that are the same. I still have to get up, brush my teeth, wash my hair, get dressed, have breakfast, do my washing. Life goes on. So today I want to share with you um, particularly two ministry highlights that have happened for me. Um, the first one is called um, Beyond the Contrast, which was an Easter art experience that Operation Mobilization put on in three different churches. The first one was in Flemish, in Flanders, where it's kind of like Dutch. The second one was in Wallonia, where they speak French. And the third one was in Brussels, uh, which is a very international environment, so we did it in English. So we used music, dance, and visual art as a way to tell the Easter story, but putting it in that wider context. Why did Jesus come? People, because of the Catholic background of the country generally, people know the story up here, but using um, art to be able to convey that story is just a powerful way of ha helping people to have an experience of the Easter story. So we started with the simplicity of creation, then after the fall, the chaos that the world was plunged into. And then as we look forward to Jesus' second coming, the sense of unity that um, we will experience with God. So here's a little highlights clip for you. So this first environment was in Flanders and Flemish, which was at the OM base. Then the second in Wallonia in French. So that's the southern part of Belgium. And then the third in Brussels in English.
So since moving to Belgium, I've also discovered that I am passionate about visual arts. So for this exhibition, I had the privilege of contributing a few pieces of art and I wanted to share them with you today. The first one is called Separation. You may be familiar with these two figures, these God and Adam from the Sistine Chapel, credit to Michelangelo. So, but it doesn't quite look the same. Um, my, um, Adam's head uh, I've replaced with the figure of uh, a Belgian artist called René Marguerite. His piece is called Son of Man. And I thought how appropriate that Adam's face is totally like covered and his, this, his vision is consumed by this um, apple. And I thought that that was very um, a good symbolism for the way that knowledge and our pursuit of knowledge today can just consume us and that we are no longer looking out for God or we're in, placed in a position when we are receptive to God's touch. Yet there is God still um, with reaching out to us. He doesn't stop reaching out, even though there is that sense of separation with him that came with the fall. The second piece was a, a slideshow that I made depicting the plight of refugees and the sense of disorientation that they um, feel. And just, but also, so today humanity still struggles with these feelings of the chaos that it was plunged into after the fall. So, and the Kiwi connection that I was really proud to um, insert there was uh, a piece of music that I used behind as the emotive connector for this piece called, uh, from Aaron Clark from Hamilton. He did a songwriting project where he wrote one song a week um, every, for a whole year. So one of the pieces that I used of his was uh, behind this. The third piece is um, called Anticipation. So that the image that's used in the Bible is the bride of Christ, that we are promised to Christ. So thus the wedding dress, which I made out of chicken wire and paper mache and put some plaster in there. Um, but there's that sense that as we live in the here and now, waiting for the unity with Christ, that sometimes our dress gets a bit dirty. And then the second um, experience I wanna share with you about is, called, is Unite. So it's a Belgian festival that is um, using music and the arts and uh, with the vision of unity and organized by Christians. So I was really keen to be able to be involved in this. I got to coordinate an art exhibition and the decorations for the festival.
So the piece that I contributed to the art exhibition is called Unity. And the question that this piece posed, as all art should do, pose a question, is, is the unity of Belgium as impossible as the continents coming together? I'd always looked at particularly Africa and South America and thought, man, they look like a puzzle. So, um, and as I finish, there are three ways that you can support me. Um, prayer, there is a prayer group that happens once a month, usually on the second Wednesday. You can contact me or actually Mike Trollove is a good representative in my stead. stead. And so a couple of prayer things that I'm considering at the moment are potential to move to Wallonia and be fully immersed in French context because um, there are not many churches in Belgium, in Wallonia, in that southern part of Wallonia. And when it comes to art projects, we have a couple of exhibitions coming up for in February and in, uh, at Easter time. And also I've been feeling called to set up an artist mentoring program for emerging artists, for musicians in Belgium. So, and I would just love to really thank you so much for your faith commitments that the Eastside Activate, sorry, has been able to support me very generously because of the way that you have given. So just wanted to say thank you. So you can also join my mailing list and you can come and see me afterwards to do that. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm gonna come here. Let's pray for Kay, eh? Let's come up here. The girls are doing the tag team this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kay, you would have noticed, said Eastside before. Kay has been here since Eastside Day. So how, how long? I was here 10 years. 10 years mm -hmm. in this place and then venturing across yeah. the world. Yes, thank you, God, that you are with Kay. Thank you that you have been with her all of that 10 years um, during her time here with us. And I thank you that you are with her as she goes. And I thank you for what you have got her involved in. I thank you for the things ahead God, she needs clarity on these um, decisions to make. Um, I ask, Father, that you would speak clearly to her in this time ahead as she, as she ventures back um, where to go from here, as in Wallonia or not. Uh, would you yeah, speak clearly, Lord? And I thank you for your provision for her. God, continue to provide over and above what she is needing. Pour out your blessing upon her. May she know that she is anointed for this, that you are with her always. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'm Jan. For those of you that don't know me, that was Kay. Doing the tag team. <laughs> that was great doing that um, dedication, eh? That was very special. It wasn't Oscar well-behaved. Beautiful. Um, and, and it's fantastic to have Pastor Dave and Jill here today. Can I see Dave there? And, and she's doing baby duty, yeah. <laughs> I um, just ask God, God, what do you want to say to Dave and Jill? I just want to bless, bless you as you're with us. They uh, pastor the church, uh, our sister church over in Rotorua, and, and I felt him say, place honour. On, on them today. So, so it is my privilege to place honour on, on you and, and Jill today. I have looked up to you since, I don't know how old I was when 
when you were in the church here or in the other venue um, and Naomi was a little thing and I was, I was, I was just a little thing too. <laughs> Teenager, probably. And so I have looked up to you since then, since my teens, as you went off to Bible college, took that step of going to Bible college with, was it with your three children? Yeah, three kids off to Bible college and, and, and have pastored is it three churches, yeah, three different churches since that time, took that great step of faith. Um, and I honour you, I continue to look up to you. You're uh, so incredibly faithful, both of you. So I honour you. Father God honours you today. So I place honour on, uh, upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, church, I am just going to share very briefly, and we're going to continue on into um, next week, but I want to let you know that oh, I had a birthday, and thank you for my chocolate and, and for my prayer, and that um, I have been pondering on life. I'm getting a little bit older, and in case you didn't know, you got older as well this year, not just me. <laughs> we all get one year older together. <laughs> so I'm one year older, and I have been pondering life a lot. So I, I am not going to call it a midlife crisis because I am very passionate about the power of your tongue, and so I was thinking of something around the lines of midlife modification, or midlife reconditioning, uh, and so this is this is what I've been going through. So I'm going to share a little little bit little bit with you, um, how fast the years go by, and I know that our youngest son, you know, he, he even he's been saying, "Wow, the the years go by so so fast," and so it's not just me. It is the younger ones as well. Our time on earth is limited. This is what I'm pondering. My time here is limited. Your time here is limited. Psalm 39 verse 4 says, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. So, we've been having the Healthy Me series, uh, Body, Soul, Spirit. That's been great in the, on these Sunday evenings. And tonight, we're going to carry on with Healthy Me, one last um, burst into it on finances. We all need to be healthy in our finances, body, soul, spirit, and finances. So tonight, Healthy Me Finances. And that is, it's, it's great, isn't it? It's incredibly important that we are healthy. But it's not all about me. Beth Moore said that well, didn't she? For those of you that heard Beth Moore, it's not all about me but it is that I am to be like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. I am to be someone who would go, wow, what is it that she's got? I'm to be someone who would overflow, not just, you know, enough for me or just try, scraping to get by or, or you know, um, not healthy, body, soul, spirit, but healthy with overflow so that I can overflow to the people around, around me. I need to be healthy. I need to ooze the goodness of God. Ooze the goodness of God. I think I said that before for the, for the Van Yashvels. Uh, we've got the saying, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. I don't want that to be just a saying in my life. 
And our theme this year has been purposed. And so I've been pondering that whole thing of like, okay, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Easy to say. It's really easy to say, but I need to step it up to be purposed in wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. And so then I started pondering, well, what's Jesus like? And so I'm going to share a little bit more about that next week. But he was incredibly influential. He still is. Incredibly influential. He shared truth. He is truth. The truth sets people free. Incredibly influential. That's what Jesus is like. He made a way for relationship. He restored what was meant to be, what we had back in Eden, an, an intimate relationship with our Father. That is restored through Jesus. I'm meant to be like Jesus. I'm meant to restore relationship with our Heavenly Father. Follow in Jesus' footsteps. He made the way. So I go wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Okay, I need to do that. So what I want to do before I go any further, I just want to show us a, a visual and, and for myself. I want to see it myself. A visual picture and I want you to help me. So if any of you are here and you came into relationship with Father God through a friend or a workmate or a family member telling you, not necessarily brought up in a Christian home, but someone, there's someone specific that told you or maybe they invited you along to church would you please come and stand up along, along here? There's going to be a few of you. I'm not going to get you to say anything, so don't get scared. I just want you to come and stand together. Let's be a family together. Come and stand here, and I want to see you in front of my eyes. I want us all to see these ones in front of our eyes. If someone told you about Jesus, someone was influential in you stepping into relationship with him. Isn't this great? Awesome. That's exciting, eh? So now I really, really wanted to ask you, each of you, but I said that I wouldn't get you to speak. But um, I know that you want to ask these ones too, their story. So please go and ask them afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah, fantastic. So somebody, somebody came and spoke to one of these people. Maybe it was a family member. Maybe it was a workmate. Maybe it was a stranger. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was an enemy. Could have been, huh? Anyone? <laughs> Sometimes there's those ones, eh? And you're like, I don't like you. But then you're like, ah, oh, you know they're right. <laughs> Isn't this awesome? There are people around about me that I could share about Jesus, that I could tell them or that I could invite them to church, that somebody did it for these ones. Somebody did it. We have, can't ask each one of them how they did it, but you can do that afterwards. But somebody did that for them. I can do that too. Somebody could be standing here. There's plenty of room Somebody could be standing here because I got out of my comfort zone, put my fear behind me, my self-consciousness, and I opened my mouth. I actually told them about the hope that I have. 
I actually have this incredible hope. I actually, ha- I know where I'm going when I die. I know. So why should I keep that to myself when there are all these people that possibly would not be here right now and their lives would look totally different, possibly would look a mess if somebody, if that person hadn't have spoken to these ones, hadn't have said, come on to church, can I pray for you? Man, I've been through something like that, can I pray for you? Or, or do you know, do you know that Jesus loves you? I don't know what it was, it'd be good to ask, wouldn't it? Whatever it was, that's what I need to do, purposed in being wherever, whenever, like Jesus, being like Jesus. Just keep standing there because I want everyone to keep looking at you. <laughs> so I know, Romans six twenty three. I know, for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I know this, so why would I not tell somebody? I'm challenging myself here, <laughs> preaching to myself. Why would I not tell someone like these people here? Why would I keep this assurance to myself? Why? We heard before from Pastor Ray that he opened his mouth and spoke to that man from Nepal. And Holy Spirit had already been working in his life. Oh, wow, I had this vision. How do we know that something that I might say today if i at the bakery getting lunch or whatever it is, so they might have already had somebody else or the Holy Spirit might have given them a vision. Or I just might be one little piece in the picture. How do we know? How about we give these people a hand? You can go and sit down. <laughs> Matthew 10, 32 and 33 says, Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But anyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. I want to acknowledge him. I want to acknowledge him. He is the lover of my soul. I love him. Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross and follow me. This is Jesus. He, he didn't just, he didn't, <laughs> he just spat it out, didn't he? Just like that. You want to be my follower, take up your cross. Not just you just get comfy. Just enjoy your life. Just make sure you're happy and, and all, that'll be all good. Just No, he said, you want to be my follower, take up your cross. Woo! I need to take up the cross. Die to self. Die to my selfishness, my fears. Every single day purposed to be wherever, whenever, being like Jesus. And so today, you may be here and go, I don't know, even know what it is to have a relationship with Jesus. Well, I want to tell you right now that I am in relationship with him and it is incredible. 
I would not want to do this life. I would not want to have one more birthday or any birthdays without him. He does give an incredible hope, an incredible insurance, he, assurance. He, he gives me peace. He gives me strength. It's incredible. And so I want to give an opportunity to you if you are here and you don't know what it is to be in relationship with a loving Heavenly Father, your Creator, then I want to give you opportunity to respond to Him today. So how about everyone close their eyes and give privacy to the person on your left and right. And if you are here and you want to say, say, yeah, I want to get to know my Creator, a loving Heavenly Father, someone who will be with me always, will give me strength for each day. If you're here and you want to say yes to him, you'd like me to pray for you, would you give me a wave? Just quickly raise your hand. I'd love to pray with you. Is there anyone? Awesome, thank you. It's wonderful. Is there anyone else? Right, you can put your hand down, that's awesome. Is there anyone else? Awesome, that's wonderful. Is there anyone else? Father, I thank you for these beautiful women that have responded to you today. I thank you for your beautiful peace resting upon them right now, for your love lavished upon them right now. I thank you, Jesus, that you came and you died. You made a way for us to have relationship with you, Heavenly Father. You've taken all sin and shame away. We can stand before you righteous. I thank you for that, for these women right now. Pour out your blessing upon them right now, I pray. Walk with them every single day. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us every single day. Thank you. And Father, I pray for your church. I pray for me that we would put aside any fear. I declare fear broken in Jesus' name and that we would rise up purposed to be like you, Jesus, that we would respond to your voice, that we would, uh, you would remind us of how fleeting this life is, that you would prompt us to the people that are around about us that don't have that privilege of being in relationship with you, that don't know that peace like we know, that don't know your love, that don't know your strength, that don't know your grace and mercy out upon them every single day. Father, give us strength to be able to open our mouths and declare your goodness, to love on others, to get past ourselves. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your promptings. Help us to be obedient to you. Help us to seize each day. In Jesus' name. Caleb um, shared before Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. 
Isn't that good? That's a good encouragement. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you, is upon me. He has anointed us. He has anointed us, not just to be comfy, but He's anointed me to share good news. He's anointed me to set people free. He's anointed me. He's anointed you. I love that. I do believe that Heavenly Father is is just stirring us, the church. He's not just stirring me. It may be just a midlife thing, but I have a feeling that he's stirring the church from a, and I, I got the word slumber, from, from a slumber, just from a little doze, a little nappy, a nap, not a nappy, a nap. <laughs> a little nap. He's just going, come on, come on, I've commissioned you, church. He loves the world. He loves us. And he wants us to respond to him. Take up our cross. Take up our cross daily, wherever, whenever. Be like Jesus. Amen. Great. Thank you, Pastor Jan. Isn't that a great challenge and encouragement?